0: You're listening to episode 295 of the 360 Vegas podcast. Check out the blog at 360vegaspodcast.com or send us an email at 360vegaspodcast at gmail.com. You can support the show financially when you shop at Amazon. Simply go to the blog, click on the corresponding banner, and go about your shopping. It's that easy to give us money without actually giving us money. Also, get early and sometimes exclusive access to all things 360 Vegas with a $7 per month subscription to Patreon. That's patreon.com slash 360vegas. 360 Vegas Vacation is Sunday through Tuesday, May 26th through 28th. You can RSVP your attendance as well as secure your spot on the limo to Fremont Street Experience as well as 360 Whiskey Lounge via Eventbrite. A link to that page is available on 360VegasPodcast.com under the tab 360 Vegas Vacation. Day after tomorrow, gentlemen, we'll be
1: in Las Vegas. Welcome to Vegas.
0: Las Vegas functions on a 24-hour-a-day schedule. Who's the casino? Big volcano out in front. That's the Eiffel Tower. Barrage. Riviera. Camarage. Flamingo. Sahara. The MGM Grand. This isn't the real Caesars Palace, is it? On a gamble. They always
1: put the machines that pay off the most right in the front. Good luck
0: strip is just the most amazing stretch of the road. I think probably anywhere in the world. Kickin' ass in Vegas. Vegas, baby. Vegas, baby. Welcome to Las Vegas. That
1: was wordy. I don't, I don't think I looked. That uh, was. I, <laughs> I was I losing I my uh, breath there for a second. Uh, I didn't. I didn't uh, measure that one out right. <laughs> <laughs> so. I've heard the concern voiced many times that moving to Vegas would ruin the magic of, you know, the whole experience. But until recently, I couldn't conceive of a scenario where that might be accurate. But I found it, Karen. Uh Uh-oh. If you're one of those people who feel compelled to shit on someone's gambling fun, either in person or on social media, by criticizing the way that they're playing that game, i.e. not playing max bet, you shouldn't move to Vegas. If you get shitty with a blackjack dealer when you're catching a bad run of cards as if the dealer had anything to do with the results, moving to Vegas would ruin the experience. To be clear, I'm not talking about people who help teach someone a game that they're unfamiliar with or someone who shares mathematically sound ways of playing the game with someone who's interested. I'm talking about the person who notices a stranger sitting at a blackjack table playing optimal strategy using one of those cards and feel compelled tell them whatever stupid bullshit. Oh, you know the only guy that's ever made money off that? The guy who created it. Uh, Yeah,
0: we've never heard that before.
1: No one likes you. Don't move to Vegas.
0: (laughs) I'm assuming this is based on your experiences and not mine.
1: Yours too. Okay. Everybody's. It's fucking... It just annoys me. Like, I never... I'll never get it. And the problem is, is I'm starting to get more aggressive about it. I think it's a CBD oil just taking the edge off like... No, I will tell you, you're a dick, and that it's just the kind of it's just it's annoying. We're all having fun, man. Fucking yeah. life is a pain in the ass, and there's one place we can go. Where we're like, you fucking like being here. Like, good for you. Like, oh, I want I won two two dollars and forty nine cents. good.
0: Well, exactly. I mean, the fact that, you know, you won with a good hand that you don't normally get, and you're excited for it. Don't don't shit on somebody's fun just because they weren't betting max coin. Which... Or because... Which,
1: because that's what you would do. Right. You know, it's like, don't be like, well, if I was there, I was doing this. Yeah, but you're not here. I'm here, and this is what I did, and I had fun. If you don't like it, you don't have to shit on it.
0: Well, and Alistair said, after my most recent exchange with a, a Twitter person, he's like, okay, next time I'm going to, like, reply first with a countdown going... And Twitter will explode in three,
1: (laughs) two, one. I don't even share them anymore. I I just don't care. I don't. I don't care what your thoughts are. I couldn't tell you.
0: I was a great hand. I couldn't tell you last time I got four aces with a kicker, so I was pretty excited about it. Yeah. Anyway, let's start the show. He's Mark. I'm Karen. And as always, we start with Random Vegas.
1: Before Vegas World was done with construction, Bob Stupak was approached by the Nevada Culinary Union, who attempted to pressure him to hire dues-paying members. When he wouldn't do as they requested. They began to picket the property in response bob organized the vegas world staff and had them picket the union with signs proclaiming their practices were unfair at one point bob offered to resolve the matter and sign the union contract if the organizers could beat his carnival trained rooster at (laughs) tic-tac-toe eventually the union was ordered to stop their illegal protest in front of the property in 1980 i got that from the book no limit Rise and Fall of Bob Stupak. You know, it's so... I I won't get into it except to say he's surprisingly interesting.
0: But that's funny that they decided to pick at him. He's like, all right, I'll pick at you back.
1: Well, I was like, you know what? If I didn't like you, now I have to.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right, next up, we got the Twit Pick of the Week.
1: I think this is the appeal of the Lonnie Hammergrim's house. A pile of things you can't help but wonder, how the hell did this get here? Not just how did this physically get here, but what's the story? Because there's nowhere there isn't a story behind how this came to be from where it was to where it is now. Unlike Lonnie's house, the Neon Museum keeps things that have millions of different stories of memorable moments and legendary hot streaks, depending on the person telling the story. While they may all have a memorable tone, they are all intimately unique. Perhaps more than any time in the recorded history of the adage. One man's trash is another man's treasure. Has the retort, who the hell thinks any of this is trash? Ever been more apropos. You can thank At A Riveting Life for inspiring the recognition of this moment.
0: It's a cool picture. I did have to Google who this Lonnie guy was because I had never heard of him. No, and... Oh,
1: he lives around, yeah, not far from us.
0: A... Yeah, I, I noticed that. Apparently he's in, or his house was foreclosed on or getting to ready to He should sell
1: be. some of his shit. It's, it's, he's, he, Lonnie's Okay.
0: Okay. <laughs> Is a cool picture though. anything with the neon museum you know is, is cool and just the way they kind of have all of those signs all piled up on each other sometimes is, this
1: yeah is it. it's literally piled up like it's trash but you look at it and you're like that's the coolest shit ever right. like don't like who the fuck's gonna throw this away I'm Like, nobody it's safe in here like
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right let's get this started with the show and move into the news oh uh, no
1: as always we'll link to the story on our blog
0: as always fucking winging it over here As always, we will link to the photo on our blog, feature it on all of our social media outlets such as Flickr, Pinterest, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, as well as the enhanced version of the show, which Patreon subscribers should be seeing right now. Let's move into the news. First up, Vegas visitation is in decline.
1: After setting an all time record for visitation in 2016 at 42.9 million people, the Las Vegas market has been in decline for two straight years, reaching a four year low in 2018 at 42.1 million. Since 1970, the Vegas market has experienced three such instances of decline over back to back years. This is the first time the reason isn't an economic recession. In fact, This two-year decline comes while the national unemployment rate is at a 50-year low. As a result, some properties have begun to offer room deals without parking fees or resort fees. This, and I'm quoting the RJ's Todd Prince, quote, despite a lack of data showing a relationship between hotel fees and visitation, Unquote. Oh, Jesus. This is the data, you fucking moron! You're looking at it!
0: I was going to say what He I...
1: literally had graphs, Karen. Literally had graphs in the
0: article. <laughs> as soon as I saw that, read the intro on this, I'm like, okay, rant in three, two, one,
1: go. Take a look at the graphs and charts that he's got in this article. And let me provide a little context. During the end of the Great Recession in 2008, MGM started charging resort fees caesars began charging them in 2013 after unsuccessfully attempting to use not charging resort fees as a competitive advantage the next year in 2014 as the economy grew more healthy and the unemployment rates plummeted for the fourth year in a row the market began setting new records for visitation simple logic says that if your visitation has increased it means a significant portion of that increase will be first-time visitors and the first experience with las vegas included the hidden costs known as resort fees. Even more than that experience, 2014 also shows the introduction of CNF charges, the equivalent of a resort fee at a restaurant. 2015 set another record for visitation at 42.3 million, exposing even more New to Vegas visitors to the new practice of nickel and diming. Then in 2016, while setting the current all-time high for annual visitation at 42.9, the strip and downtown properties began charging for parking. The following year, attendance dropped by about a half a million, 42.2 million. As fees continued to increase and gambling options continued to expand throughout the world, annual visitation continued to fall in Vegas another 100,000 in 2018 with 42.1 million. And it isn't even just casual visitation that's fallen convention has as well, as some of the larger conventions have elected to take their events to other cities. Now I'd like to consider myself intelligent. I literally get paid to review market data and establish trends based on customer feedback. But I have a hard time believing that I've discovered the Rosetta Stone. And that's why Todd Prince at the RJ and the multi-billion dollar casino operators don't see this data for what it is. Proof that bullshit hidden fees are negatively impacting visitation. They ruin the ever-so-important first experience with Vegas in which one can enjoy what they can afford while seeing what they aspire to try next time, cultivating the desire to become a repeat visitor. FYI, this downward spiral is going to continue until something is done to true up the experience. Todd Prince went to the well of stupid and drudged up the mass shooting at Mandalay Bay as a potential reason for the decline, despite no indication from customer feedback that it has discouraged visitation to the city. I won't go as far as to say Todd Prince is a bad writer or in the pocket of Vegas casinos, but just like Rick Violetta, I will make sure that I always fact check anything I find their names attached to before using it as a reference on this show.
0: Uh, to, to say that there's no correlation between fees and visitor decline is just asinine. I mean, it it finally got to the point where the visitors were like, oh, okay, well, all right, so resort fees, I didn't know about that. Oh, wait, now there's parking. Oh, wait, now there's this. Eventually, it's just the point where it's like, okay, now we're done. And the funny thing is, is I feel like some of the folks that we've talked to in the casino industry, they don't like the fees either. Well, and, and But we, you, they can't back out of them True, now. and we know for
1: a fact that customer feedback has said that they fucking hate the resort. Right. Fees. I mean, fucking the casino owners talk about it all the time, how much they bitch about them. it's the first thing they bitch. Right. So I just how you can say there's no customer feedback. I mean, how many types of customer feedback is there? There's verbal, which you didn't give a fuck because you just kept doing them. Right. And then there's the one that matters, the dollars. Right. So you've got both of them. What the fuck are you looking for? Prince.
0: Jesus well, and he's Christ! Realistically, unless he it does have an in, he probably doesn't see all the feedback from the surveys that the individual casinos do. He might just see some kind of broad, general feedback
1: no, about No, that's how I would have seen them, is what I mean. So, I mean, it, it, maybe he's just a fucking shitty writer. I, I don't know.
0: But it does just seem asinine to me to say that there's no correlation. Of course there's a correlation. I mean, I mean,
1: what what is it that you're looking for? Like I said, you've already gotten customer feedback. You've gotten it verbal. You've gotten it written. Mm-hmm. You've gotten it on social media. They've attacked you with yeah. it. You know, it's and you've got this this data, these charts, like all this trending, is fucking historical, you know, reference. And well, I mean, are you just waiting for someone to come up to you with a fucking gun and be like going, I'm not fucking paying this resort right. fee? Like, so we heard one guy didn't like it. Like, what the f-
0: fuck more do you want? Well, and the other thing that's really telling is that, you know, this is the third time since, what did you say, like 1970, that there's been a, a two-year decline. And the first time and in this history. this is the only time yep. that it's not due to an economic yep. recession. it was
1: always specifically the recession right. that hit it.
0: They'll, they'll get their head out of their asses eventually. Either that or they'll, well, well, they'll just as, price as people out of the goes markets. goes down, yeah.
1: then they'll, they'll adjust. Right. Yeah. yeah.
0: All right, enough of that horse. Next up, Astral Vegas.
1: Last year, Astral's Hotel purchased the Motel 8 across the street from Mandalay Bay for $7.4 million. This week, it was announced that they plan to build a 34-story, $350 million hotel casino. Red rings look like a cosmopolitan-inspired container park-like structure. Amenities will include a rooftop pool, day and nightclub, as well as a 32-floor sky lobby. Plans are to break ground in 2020 with a projected completion at 2022. So here's the thing that's fascinating to me: thirty-four stories for three hundred fifty million dollars. Like, I'm like, are you going cheap or are they going? No, it has to be pure gold toilet paper. Like,
0: you mean the other properties that are building like everybody yeah. else?
1: Because you're like, well, this one costs just you know three billion. I'm like, this costs three well, billion.
0: And the other part of it too is how big is the additional space? How big is the casino going to be? How many restaurants are they going to have room for? And how many? Uh, um, you know, are they going to have convention space or not? Because that that adds a lot right. to it too. But, but I
1: mean, if it's a casino, that's the cool thing. If
0: it isn't, I don't really care. Yeah, it's the location just seems a little odd for well, me. You, well, you get what you can, right? Well, yeah. I mean, realistically, it, even with as slow as construction has been the last decade, you know, the the price of real estate is still a little ridiculous in the heart of the strip. So, yeah. but with all the other construction that's happening on the north end to build this on the south end just kind of although in all fairness it's going to be closer to the raider stadium yeah which at least during you know that time of the year will be probably a draw for it but i don't know next up cirque is downsizing
1: as a part of their partnership with mgm resorts cirque du soleil is also looking to streamline their operation and reduce costs to do that they consolidated the department heads of all five MGM Cirque shows down to one overseeing them all. Cirque will also now shoulder the cost of the lighting, staging, and maintenance formerly handled by MGM employees. The new corporate structure is expected to be in place by April. How much this move will save the company was not disclosed.
0: What's interesting to me is this is like the fourth or fifth company now based in Vegas that have announced like streamline and cost-cutting operations between caesar circ uh, aristocrat and there's another one that just recently announced something that is escaping me and it, it just it's a little concerning from the economic standpoint but if these are all i don't know if circ is publicly held or privately held
1: regardless these are the majority of all these cuts i keep hearing it's not like oh man people are going to be unemployed like no people are getting bought into retirement
0: yeah, and most of them are at the, the higher levels, which yeah. is the more expensive. So you keep the worker bees. You just don't need as many you know, supervisors overseeing them. So, right. yeah. Yeah. And this was a little bit of a misleading headline, but Zappos' office building is for sale.
1: I agree, but I thought it was interesting. So I, 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 oh, yeah. I stole it straight from the yeah, article. Absolutely. Fear permeated from the Fremont Street corridor when word that the building Zappos' headquarters is located in was for sale. However, it was clarified that the landlord who bought the building in 2010 and leased the space to Zappos was for sale. A transaction that would have no impact on its tenant. Zappos still has multiple years on their lease. For those of you who don't know, virtually all of the cool shit you see on Fremont East and the surrounding area that isn't a casino can be attributed to Zappos CEO, Tony Shea Yeah. Yeah, yeah.
0: I mean, they, they have a lease, they have a tenant. So if you're a landlord and you want to sell, you want to sell when you know you've got a long-term tenant locked up because that's when you're going to get the most money for the sale. Oh, okay, clever. Well, yeah. I mean, if, you've, if they only had like two more years on the lease, people are going to look at, to buy the building and be like, I don't know, if I've got to find a new tenant in two years, I don't right. want to do that. Yeah. But if they're signed up for long-term, fuck it, yeah, buy the building. and You can get more from it. I mean, it, then it becomes a revenue stream for whoever buys the building. Yeah, it's clever.
1: I, normally, I hate when I get roped in on something or, like, misled, but I'm like, that was clever what you did there. Did you
0: think it was an April Fool's joke when no, you No, no, <laughs> I definitely didn't,
1: but, like, I liked how clever it was that I wasn't lied to. I made the assumption that Zappos was yeah. for sale, even though the headline did not say Zappos is for sale. Right.
0: Zappos. It's kind of like spelling. that thing, you
1: know, how sometimes they'll show you words, I'm like, what does this say? And then you look at it closer, be like, it's missing the the or something in it. Like, right. You know, like, you're like, your you mind disinfer. just put it together. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's, that's why I enjoyed that. I'm like, it's, it's, that was next level.
0: <laughs> well, yeah. And honestly, there would be widespread panic if Zappos was all of a sudden looking to leave. I downtown. would be
1: afraid if Zappos, so I've, I, I've teased Tony Shea I've not teased. I've, I've straight up called them cult, uh, a cult, but like a <laughs> right. really good cult, like Mormons. I mean. <laughs>
0: <laughs> not the Latter-day Saints version, just the regular Mormons. I don't or know. Or not, I mean, not the FLDS version.
1: Oh, the ones with multiple wives. Right, yeah, not, no, not that
0: the, version of it, but the regular that, Mormons. That, I
1: mean, that also was a call. Yeah, I just mean regular, yeah. Yeah, it is funnier if I just say regular Mormons, yeah. Yeah. The ones out and about. <laughs> <laughs>
0: but, uh, Before we get any hate mail, some of our really good friends are Mormons, so they appreciate that joke.
1: Yeah. Oh, they have the best view. Anyway, I got fucking distracted. What the hell was... Oh, oh so I, I've talked to... Uh, I've, I've said that he's a call. Every time I do it, I always say, like, but, you know, I'm kidding, Tony. Like, I'm, I'm like, please don't be mad or do anything and hurt the city that I love. Right. <laughs> like, you guys are doing your own thing. And you seem to like it. And you're not hurting anybody.
0: So There you go. <laughs> they, they can't see the thumbs up, honey, thumbs up. that you're not on video. They, they felt it. Okay. <laughs> and last story, chaos opens at Palms. Palms' new
1: day and nightclub chaos opens this weekend weeding through all the disclosed amenities on site to get to what we really want to know. it said the centerpiece of the space, the Damien Hirst sculpture, Demon with Bowl, featuring an estimated seven-foot-long veiny cock, will cast shadows over the pool during the day. Ooh. It's unclear if the cock will cast its own shadow, but you can start the countdown to the first photo of someone appearing to fillet said statue. I, I, I think about the Leaning Tower Pisa. You're going to see all kinds of people are going, Yeah, we'll Look put at their hands up. Going-
0: <laughs> <laughs> all right, that's going to do it for news. Let's move into Prop Bets. For those of you unfamiliar, Prop Bets is an extension of the news, but with just bits and pieces of noteworthy items. First up, as a result of the recent Bellagio poker room robbery, both a Vegas police officer and the suspect were shot during the escape. The officer was wearing bulletproof vest. The suspect is still at large. Shot and you're still at large. I mean, wouldn't you have to go to a a hospital someplace? Be like, yeah, I have a gunshot wound. Pick a spot. Haven't you seen
1: any mob movie ever?
0: Yeah, I don't think this guy was that bright. You just go to like a vet
1: or something. Right. (laughs) These people know people, Karen. (laughs) You don't go into Rob Bellagio and not have a network of people behind you. And if
0: Tony was here, he'd start singing, People, People Who Know People
1: the stretch of Clark Avenue that connects the Smith Center for Performing Arts to the Cleveland Clinic Center for Brain Health was renamed Robin Leach Lane. Lifestyles of the rich and famous host made Vegas his home in 1999 and for the rest of his life would be a reporter for the city.
0: Is there, any, is there any tie to the fact that it's the Cleveland Clinic Center for Brain Health that they renamed Robin Leach Lane? <laughs> like it's, it's getting closer. there. Oh yeah, some people need help with their brains. Sorry. I, I, I don't no? So. Okay. <laughs> It's just an internal joke that struck me as funny. Flights, a restaurant concept that offers small portions and three variations of all available dishes. Example, the taco dish comes with al pastor taco, chicken taco, and beef taco. It's coming to the Miracle Mile shops in Planet Hollywood this summer, 2019, in the place formerly home to Cheeseburger. Since they already have restaurants in California, you can go to flightsrestaurants.com to check out what the menu might look like.
1: I actually just saw something today that Mm -hmm. says... The guy who was originally the, the chef so, behind... Yeah, I was going
0: to jump to that. So, Kyle Kingrey?
1: Yeah, I don't, Kingrey, I don't know him.
0: The original lead chef for Lavo at Palazzo, and most recently the executive chef at Cosmopolitan's Beauty in Essex, has been tapped to oversee the restaurant.
1: Green Street Kitchen has now opened at the Palms. It has a false front, that of an old-time 8-bit arcade, and the entrance to the restaurant is hidden behind a classic Coke vending machine. The space appears to be a cross between really cool and a dangerous neighborhood built from scratch. Uh, Also, Brass Fork Kitchen and Bar have taken over the space formerly home to the Grand Café at Palms. Café? Café? What was that?
0: Are you channeling your inner inner Canadian?
1: I think so. Anyway, The Grand Café at Palms offering unique varieties and classics like waffle-pressed donuts and funnel cake French toast. Hmm. I, I agree with you. Like, I love all these ideas, but I'm like, what does that taste like? Mm-hmm. And I think maybe that's the point. But the problem is, I think these stray into like, what? What does that taste like? Like, not like, ooh.
0: Well, waffle pressed donuts to me. That kind of it. defeats the whole. Like, you want your donut to be s- light and fluffy. Yeah,
1: I thought the same thing. I was like, I don't, I don't get this one at all. The funnel cake French
0: toast. No, I'm struggling. Part of the fun with funnel cakes is like pulling off bits and pieces, not. Unless it's funnel cake. Oh, I was thinking
1: like the big. Oh, that's uh, a fright. You're thinking of elephant ears. Elephant ears. That's what I was thinking of. Never mind. You're right. Funnel cakes would be a terrible French toast thing. (laughs)
0: Like what did you? You
1: cut my French toast into shreds, you dick!
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right. Next up, the 2019 Fremont Street Experience lineup has been announced. May 24th is Good Charlotte. June 15th is Nelly. June 29th is Sugar Ray. July 20th, Fuel, Toadies, and Sponge. July 27th. Oh, Christine going to love this. Pop <laughs> 2000 Tour, hosted by Lance Bass with O-Town, Aaron Carter, Ryan Cabrera, and Tyler Hilton. I don't know who the last guy is.
1: <laughs> I don't know who the last two are.
0: <laughs> Ryan Cabrera, he had, like, I feel like he was on American Idol. Like, he had, like, one would, or two songs out there. Why would I know that? No, but he had, he, I think he might have had, like, two hits on, like, the top 40 chart. Yeah. August 17th, Buck Cherry. August 24th, Cheap Trick. August 30th, The Wallflowers. September 28th is Smash Mouth. And October 19th is Mudfest, featuring, who else, but Puddle of Mud, along with Saliva, Trapped, Saving Abel, and Tantric.
1: That actually sounds pretty good. That is the one that I thought if we would go, uh, is the one I'd want to see. Trapped isn't bad, either.
0: No, I liked Puddle of Mud. Saving Abel, I feel like...
1: I get the impression like we would go like this would be one of the concerts. So often when we go to concerts, we don't go to see the opener. Like we'll show up late intentionally, Um, but this is one of the ones where I would go to be like, there's a chance I might like this band. Right,
0: I might know some of these songs. Yeah.
1: John Leonard shared a video showing that the Bellagio fountains and Eiffel Tower light show do in fact go off at the same time. Think of it like dueling attractions.
0: Yeah, that seems like it would be distracting. And is there music to the Eiffel Tower show? I did, did not we figure hear that music, out? and mm-hmm.
1: I, I thought I asked, but I don't know. Because
0: there's no way they would tie it into whatever the Fountain Show's running, because they're two different. Two different properties? That'd, yeah. be
1: That'd be you, and weird. And you know one would sue. Like, at, at, like MGM would be like, we're
0: You're we're using gonna, our music. Yeah,
1: we're going to sue you. Be like, what? These are dancing lights. <laughs> 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 they go to the beat, man. They go to the beat. <laughs>
0: Now, next up, I'm not sure this is the right name for it, but the Ugly Duckling sign at the Neon Boneyard has been removed so it can be restored. It's expected to be back and glowing by early spring. More new signs are planned to make an appearance in the Boneyard, including the sign from the Pepper Mill. Is it really the Ugly Duckling? I just yeah, that's it was what a it weird. said. Really?
1: I thought it was weird too because it, it it's,
0: it's such a cute little just duck. Just a
1: little, yeah, a little duck, always peeking out over when you when you come in. <laughs> I <room>. know,
0: right? <laughs> so they're
1: yeah, they're just restoring them.
0: Okay, I don't like that name. <laughs> I know, right? I still
1: don't get it either. I don't either. All right. Donnie and Marie announced the end of their 11-year residency at the Flamingo. Their final performance will be November 16.
0: The San Diego restaurant Salud Tacos opened its first out of out of California location this week at Palace Station. It is described as, chi- Chicano, chi- chi- as a Chicano food eatery.
1: That's actually way more funny to me because my buddy Armando and Brian, like oh, yeah. we have a, it, we. We they have these videos on YouTube called like how to be a Chicano or something like and it's Jeez. fucking hilarious. Like about you gotta wear like white beaters and you gotta tie your, your bandana just right and Well Mondo can get away with saying that. Right. <laughs> right. But that's what I mean, like he's the one that brings this shit to us. Like, dude, what the fuck? Like <laughs> talk about it. it seems like you're encouraging a stereotype.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty
1: Travel Zorc shared a fun fact. Since corporate rapist Carl Icahn weaseled his way into three seats on the board of directors of Caesars Entertainment with a publicly declared goal of dismantling the company so it could be sold off into pieces, causing a temporary bump in the stock price, asset management titans Apollo Global and TPG Capital have both sold about half of their shares in the company. Think of Apollo and the TPG as anti-icon companies with a track record of purchasing quality brands that have become debt-heavy as part of a long-term investment strategy, typically preventing people like Icon from doing what he's currently doing. They had some great names in there that I wasn't, as I've said many times, I, let, I double-check a lot of facts. Right. And going into this, I saw the wormhole. I was going to have to, because I don't know much about Apollo TVG. Right. Especially to speak intelligently, I'm like, well, I'd have to learn how to. But then, how did their stock price go after
0: they? And I'm like. Just trust me, there's good companies. <laughs> all right, then. Italian restaurant Famia at MGM Graham closed at the property at the end of March. An unspecified Italian restaurant is expected to take over the place this summer.
1: It was announced this week that Las Vegas Boulevard will undergo a three year project to repave the road, install or improve pedestrian bridges, as well as replacing all of the water mains underneath it. Yeah. I know, right? We all know the area of the strip where you're like, yeah. what is this here? <laughs> Yuck. To minimize the commuter impact, the project will break up the strip into multiple phases and work will be done Monday through Thursday from 2 a.m. to 10 a.m.
0: Honestly, I don't think that's going to like minimize the impact because you really should just take it down from three lanes to two and leave it at fucking two. Don't have it go down to two lanes and then open back up and then, oh, wait, this one becomes a turn lane and you have to go there. It's oh, I see what you're saying. the scariest thing. thing. Yeah. 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 I True Food Kitchen, a, quote, conscious casual, unquote, restaurant, backed by Oprah Winfrey, is coming to Caesars Forum Shops, specifically near the Las Vegas Boulevard entrance. However, when the project will begin or when it's expected to be complete is unknown.
1: The RJ is reporting that Celine Dion filmed a segment of Carpool Karaoke with James Corden in the Fountains of Bellagio. It's expected to air on The Late Late Show on or around May 20th. Three weeks before she closes her residency at the Coliseum and Caesar's Palace.
0: I love those. I, I I watch them sometimes just on YouTube. I wait till there's like a catalog. The regular ones are the James Corden. The okay. James Corden.
1: I agree. Like no, his are the most fun. His are fun. Like the other ones, I'm like, okay, I get that you're ripping this off, but I don't, I don't. And they always have like they wedge in like a commercial. Yeah. Like they'll start talking about something by like, going, I know you're doing a commercial right now. I know that's what you're doing.
0: He just, yeah, he has some fun. One of my favorites is when he had all, like, seven Foo Fighters in the car at the same time. (laughs) That was great. It was awesome. This week, Palms began testing their new 40-story LED signage, located along the majority of the east side of the hotel tower via their Facebook page. This feature is expected to be utilized by the Day Nightclub while simultaneously drawing attention to the property from those on the Strip, kind of in an unignorable way, but in a good way.
1: I think that sounds like cool as fuck. it's fucking huge. Yeah, it's massive.
0: I haven't seen anything other than like they had it lit up in Rainbow Yeah, they're just colors. doing
1: testing and yeah. shit like that right now. But yeah, that's fucking badass. That that is clever as shit to me. I mean, they create. I I am getting the concept now of what they were going for. Right. I mean, and I, I think I think they might be able to pull off uh, a resurgence. I mean, it sounds like they got a badass fucking day club, nightclub thing.
0: Well, and they've started running commercials that are very Cosmo-esque. Yeah. I mean, they're showing them like trashing suites and doing stuff. I think here's the
1: problem with that. Why would I go over there when I can just do that over a (laughs) Cosmopolitan? Good point. I bet the
0: room rates are better.
1: Yeah, and that. uh, I I I, I do really enjoy Palms. It's just an obstacle I can't. can't (laughs) At Melts Vegas shared that Caesars Entertainment recently partnered. With Dactronics to renovate the signage to LED at Harris, Caesars Palace, Paris, and Planet Hollywood. It also explains why they are some of the more interesting LED additions to the market in the last few years compared to the boxy options Palms and Park MGM have elected to go with.
0: I wasn't that impressed with the Caesars, like the marquee sign. With the
1: Harris, you know, it's almost like they split the difference. Uh, Mm -hmm. Harris and um, Planet Hollywood got some cool signs, and then the other two were like, Okay.
0: I mean, but Caesar does have that one gigantic, tall one that's with the rounded the, edges. Dude, that's a
1: badass sign. That,
0: that's an awesome sign. Yeah. yeah, that's probably the coolest sign on the strip. Well, especially now that the sliding, uh, the band sliding wind is gone from when. Yeah. Eater Vegas is reporting that the Cats Meow, the karaoke bar planning to set up shop in Neonopolis, is currently hiring. A June opening is predicted.
1: Oh, just, just, just too late for this vacation, (laughs) Nate. I know that's where we're gonna end up. That'll, that'll be because it it fits perfectly with that
0: first night of that first
1: night, like you're going down there. So I know it's gonna end up being a part of a future Vegas vacation. Continuing to ramp up, this is so awesome. Continuing to ramp up excitement for the final season of Game of Thrones. HBO has partnered with Wet Design to project images from the show onto the fountains of Bellagio the show happens twice nightly from 8 and 9:30 p.m and will continue until april 13th the day before the premiere of the final episodes i've got a link to that i i, I don't care to go see it because it, you, it can't get any better than that than that video that the guy shared he got a perfect fucking angle
0: well and if any of the listeners don't know that by now then you really are not paying to anything related to paying attention to anything related to Vegas because yeah, it has been, been, been everywhere. Yeah. all over fucking social media
1: it's some really brilliant marketing these guys are doing
0: I guess my only thing with it is like why do you need to pay to do that like everybody knows when the premiere is coming Yeah, we... why do you need to add I mean they, they were paying I think you mentioned this they paid for Super Bowl ads they're like doing all that like people know when this is coming you don't have to spend this much money on advertising. We
1: had a fun conversation about this because I totally agree with you, and but somebody brought the counterpoint that you'd be shocked how many people haven't seen it yet. So while everybody who has seen it is like, Holy fucking shit! Okay. This is going to be the greatest ending to anything ever. Well, you still have people going. You know what? I haven't seen an episode. Well, like, Are you, you
0: insane? I told you that some of my cousins have posted. Um, there's a meme going around on Facebook that says, "No, I have never seen a single episode of Game of Thrones. Not one. Not ever." And I'm like, "Okay, so how how does that happen?" But yeah. you know, there's other shows that number one we were slow to get into, like Breaking Bad. We still haven't seen an episode of Walking Dead, and yeah. there was another one. I don't know, but it's, yeah, it, it just seems, I mean, but that would be the time to start binge watching. Start from the beginning, go all the way I forward. know,
1: we almost timed it perfectly. Karen and I got into it, at, 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 like, like. I think it
0: was in, like, season six, because this is season eight getting ready to come out, right?
1: Whatever it was, they were, yeah, yeah, they were in, they were in last season. Right. And we timed it half perfectly, like, when we caught up.
0: And and it was then, halfway through the current Yeah, season. halfway through the current and season. And then we're like, we got to so wait a week. Right?
1: So the first time we had to wait, we're like, this fucking sucks. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the Hunger Games, the exhibition, is set to open in, quote, the district area of MGM Graham this May. The exhibit will feature costumes, props, and set recreations featuring the Hall of Justice, President Snow's office, the Tribute Train, District 13, and an archery training experience with a 60-foot-wide digital training lab. What?
1: I liked it better when it was Running Man. <laughs>
0: that
1: That's an experience I'd fucking do. We I mean, like that guy that fucking, I don't remember any of their names. I've Cosmo's. never seen the Running Man. Oh, my God. It's so good. So good. It's Roadhouse Good. Can't
0: isn't um, uh, can't, is it Schwarzenegger?
1: Yeah. And mm-hmm. Jesse the Body Ventura.
0: Oh, Jesus. This is a bad 80s movie, isn't it?
1: No, my God, are you crazy? It's amazing. Uh-uh.
0: Okay. Yeah, I mean, it's very Rambo
1: type action stuff. That, so okay. it's definitely a, a, let's call it a period piece. <laughs> 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 you know the movies I'm talking about. There are just certain movies you're like, going, this came out in the '80s, didn't it?
0: <laughs> <laughs> the effects are very, you know, you know right. what? The, the, based the, on the effects, you know the era, uh, right? Exactly.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Bellagio intends to renovate both the Petrosian and the Baccarat Bar and Lounges in 2019. Peter Vegas reports that the Baccarat Bar is scheduled to close Tuesday, May 28th, with a planned reopening for early fall. The Petrosian Bar is planned to close Monday, August 25th, with an early December reopening plan.
0: Yeah, I hate to say it, especially the Baccarat Bar, it needed to. That place was so boring.
1: We won't we take won't it,
0: Baccarat
1: <laughs> Although I, I, I'm a huge fan of... The mass exodus that happened.
0: <laughs> Golden Puffs Creek Donuts has opened up in Bally's Grand Bazaar in the space formerly home to Light My Fire Hot Sauce. Still no word on what will replace either anchor tenant spots formerly home to Starbucks and Redneck Riviera. At its eighth
1: anniversary celebration, Absinthe opened its new courtyard, or at least its anchor attraction, the Electric Oak, a 35-foot-tall LED illuminated tree at the entrance to the tent. Other amenities on site include a speakeasy and a trailer. I don't really know how that works. Bleacher seats and food kiosk, although I imagine it's ironic is what the speakeasy is. Mm-hmm. While the original reported plans included such amenities, it's unclear if these were just temporary versions of these concepts or if they are the permanent attractions.
0: And last up, PlayNevada.com is reporting that William Hill will take over the sportsbook operations at M Resort, from CG Technology. The planned switchover is expected to happen in May. And that's going to do it for news and prop bets. Let's move on to coming attractions. Attractions is a portion of the show where we share with you acts and artists outside of the usual residencies that will be performing in Vegas in the future. Stephen Wright is performing at Treasure Island on Friday, April 26th. Show starts at 9 p.m. Tickets start at $40.
1: Colin Hay of Men at Work is performing at Brooklyn Bowl at Link Sunday, May 5th. Show starts at 7 p.m. Tickets start at $35. All right, so here's the interesting thing about that. So clearly, you have to mention Men at Work, so that way people know who you he are. Is. And and you would think it insinuates he's going to sing Men at Work songs. Right? How much do his former bandmates dislike him that he can't even get one other person or rights to the name Men at Work that he has to say, calling it? So it's like just me. I, I was one of the guys that was that was in the band. Just one of them. I, I don't
0: know. Maybe he wanted to go out and sing and tour, and the rest of the guys said no, but. You know, just so they know who you are, throw our name on there. (laughs) Because every time you do that, we get royalties.
1: Right. get seven cents.
0: Buck Cherry is performing at Brooklyn Bowl at Link, Saturday, May 4th. Show starts at 7 p.m. Tickets start at $30.
1: Carrie Underwood is performing at the MGM Grand. Wow, at the MGM Grand. Saturday, May 11th. Show starts at 7 p.m. Tickets start at $50. That seems like an easy T-Mobile right there. Yeah,
0: that's kind of surprising. New Kids on the Block, Salt and Peppa, Naughty by Nature, Tiffany, and Debbie Gibson are performing at Mandalay Bay. Saturday, May 25th, show starts at 8 p.m. Tickets start at $30.
1: So here's the interesting thing about that. So we've seen New Kids on the Block. Yeah. We've seen, you know, uh, uh, Backstreet Boys touring here and, and, like, these these older, like, boy band dance things. I don't think Salt and Peppa, Naughty by Nature's rap, so they can be heavy and still do stuff. But, like, Tiffany and Debbie, like, I don't know what they would... What they would be doing? Singing. Would they have like little '80s people dancing next to them? Probably. Oh, from
0: the '80s, remember us? <laughs> no, but now I want somebody to animate that.
1: <laughs> Ariana Grande is performing at T-Mobile. Ar- See if she can pull T-Mobile. T-Mobile Arena, Saturday, May 11th. Show starts at 8 p.m. Tickets start at $35 for those four seats.
0: Right. Seth Meyers is performing two shows at Wynn, Saturday, May 4th. Shows start at 7.30 and 10 p.m. Tickets start at $50. I will
1: seriously consider this. Bill Burr is performing at the Chelsea at Cosmopolitan September 6th. Show starts at 8 p.m. Tickets start at $49. That would be entertaining. I love Bill Burr.
0: (laughs) Don't forget, you can find links to purchase tickets to these and all the artists we report on on our coming attractions calendar on the blog. So I guess that's going to do it for episode 295. Thank you all for listening and downloading. We really do appreciate it. If you'd like to check out any of the stories on today's show, you can do so on the blog at 360vegaspodcast.com. You can get premium and exclusive content when you subscribe to our show at patreon.com slash 360vegas and get 360 Vegas shirts, mugs, and anything else we can slap a logo on at our Zazzle store, zazzle.com slash 360vegas. If you'd like to send us some feedback, written or audio, you can do so at 360vegaspodcast at gmail.com. And if you aren't sure how to record audio with your smartphone and email it to the show, we have instructions on how to do that as well on the blog's main page. Karen, where can folks find you? I'm at Karen Mark.
1: She just told you where you can find me, so until next time.